0: Welcome back to Butterless Popcorn, the podcast where we analyze our favorite movies through a series of outlandish questions. I'm Brett Torski.
1: I'm Adam Mottenheimer.
0: And today we're talking about one of the all-time great sports comedies starring Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves, The Replacements. Let's get into it. This movie, as you just said, is so relatable to us.
1: There are legitimately groups of people, I'm sure, that think of Robert De Niro almost as a comedic actor.
0: This movie, in 2004, she was only 18, but she was an international superstar. Everyone knew who Lindsay Lohan was. Borden <laughs> is is Tim Duncan,
1: but then he you is. know James Harden is kind of like that Angier. The yeah. other one is Mikowski.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a hot take. I can't wait to rewatch it <laughs> and to talk to you about that that atrocious yet incredible movie for an hour.
1: those movies brett it's just one of those movies that have kind of summed up our childhood our i guess for, yeah. <laughs>
0: we've watched this movie together countless times
1: i remember watching this actually in your in your room probably i don't know when like fifth sixth grade maybe Something upstairs like that. like that was maybe the first time on
0: my trundle bed yeah that's that on my tr- definitely on my trundle bed yeah.
1: and uh you know it's it's a movie that's actually you know some would say pretty shitty <laughs> like not like a really critically acclaimed good movie, but number one, number sixteen in our programs, number one in our hearts. I guess is what I'm getting at right there.
0: I love that. So that's it, a quote yeah, we might a, it, again. Yeah, um, The Replacements is a is a wonderful football movie. Uh, critically, it's it's terrible. I don't think it's ever gotten a single good review. But, no. uh Directed by Howard Deutsch, who I, I don't really know much by him. He directed uh, Pretty in Pink, which was really successful in the 80s with Molly Ringwald, and he's done a lot of TV work as well. Um, the Replacements was loosely based on the the NFL strike in 1987, and it focused uh, kind of played off of the, the Washington Redskins, who played three replacement games without any of their regular players, and then they won the Super Bowl twenty two that year, which is really cool. So kind of loosely based off of that, but the replacements is so silly and it's fun it's slap happy excitement has a lot of chills and it's so cliched and it's actually pretty flawed too which we'll get into but <laughs> yeah. nonetheless it is really satisfying and successful
1: it's such a fun watch you can watch it a hundred times and it's just so easy to just have on the tv it's so easy and you you just have it on in the background or you're actively it doesn't matter it's just a fun thing that to watch
0: and we were just talking about this right before we started recording it is it's it's so rewatchable because it's always on
1: always on and it's
0: one of those movies that you can turn on and it's like 42 minutes in and you're like oh they're flipping chains truck i gotta yep. turn it on like
1: I, it's i think uh tbs and tnt they're like ah oh, fuck how do we fill two hours eh,
0: let's just throw in
1: the replacements
0: again i'm in it's great it, it's a it's a great sports movie a great football movie so let's let's get into the the categories and why This episode of Butterless Popcorn is brought to you by Bike Bubbles, the best protector while locking up your bicycle. U-shaped locks and cord locks are only so strong and protect your bike from theft for only so long. With Bike Bubbles, your bicycle sits inside a 10 by 10 foot plastic bubble that also possesses an electromagnetic field that shocks intruders. The personalized settings allow the bubble to know exactly when it's you who's coming back to your bike and not some petty thief. Go to BikeBubbles.com and use the hashtag Butterless, that's B-U-T-T-E-R-L-E-S-S, the name of this podcast, for your first discounted order of Bike Bubbles. Bike Bubbles, the only true protection. There's a lot of chill scenes in this movie where you get the shivers up your spine. I mean, sports movies are so amazing with chill scenes. The Replacements has a few. Give me yours.
1: So, you know, I kind of had three or four I was originally thinking of. I was going to put them up for nomination. I'm deciding I'm just going with one because there's really only one that gets the hairs (laughs) on my balls (laughs) just (laughs) straight up and that's Shane Falco running out of the tunnel for the second half against Dallas. Falco! Falco! What's he doing out there? And he's there's
0: just falco.
1: He's his hair's flowing, and he's he's running kind of weird.
0: <laughs> he's he's kinda, like a Yeah, he's
1: bit. like stomping on the ground, really flat-footed. But holy fuck, he's going! You know they're going to win that game, oh,
0: man. You and then you hear that—I mean, that was my winner too. The yeah. roar of the crowd. Oh my god! When the they tunnel, know falco's, and then everyone's looking at him, and then you see Jimmy McGinty look up at the owners' box at O'Neill, and. And yeah, I mean the hair is like and the music going for it at the same yeah, time. That it's... song is played like three different times <laughs> yeah. in this movie, and it's like a chill scene every single time. I know. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Oh um, my god. That was so that's just, it. I, I couldn't put anything that? else down. Yeah, that that's my winner too. But I'll just really quickly say the rest, and most of them are about Shane Falco. So I like when Shane Falco runs out of the tunnel at the first practice when they don't know if he's gonna show up. And they're like, oh, Jimmy, we're in business now. And then it shows him run right out. And then, like, he runs, like, through a thing of smoke. And his hair is, is waving. <laughs> so that, I thought that was really good, too. Um, when they, when Jumbo pukes in the huddle, and then they, like, actually start to have a really, few really good plays. Yeah, I got a rhythm that. going after. And the music picks up. That's really good. The final play of the game is great. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Final play of the first game when they, when he calls the audible, and then they almost score at the end. It's yep. kind of like pumping. And then, um,. When Falco enters the locker room against Dallas. Yeah. Like Traffic. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but no, Falco running out of the tunnel versus Dallas. Hands down. Is one of the biggest chill sports movie moments ever. 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 I think.
1: Uh, every single. So I've seen this movie probably 40 times. Yeah. Every time I get the chills. Every
0: single time. Me too.
1: It's it's just thinking, just perfect. talking about it. I mean, the hairs on my I arms know. are just—oh, uh, hair on your balls. You oh, well, right yeah, now? not not quite. I'm a little too warm right now, but yeah, no, it's so good.
0: So, so this movie is a comedy. What do you think is the funniest scene? Oh,
1: man, I, I have a lot here. Um, quicksand. <laughs> I think it's funny because unintentionally. It, unintentionally, because so uh, to set the stage a little bit. McGinty sits them all down and says, well, let's talk about fears. And they get through, they're talking about, hey, I'm afraid of spot coach. Bees. And, <laughs> Bees. Bees. And the funniest thing about this scene is Falco in the back just goes, quicksand. And, and right away, McGinty, like, of course knows it's a metaphor. Like he, he, he just knows. He's just like, I, I don't think that's what he had in mind. And then, Shane just starts explaining it, and I, it's really not that funny. Like it's not supposed to be funny, but it's so funny. Yeah, it's I, really I, funny. So I, I love that one. The other one is one that we just kind of more of an inside joke between us, but it's just a quote, and I just put "cold." This <laughs> when Annabelle's putting the putting the cream on him. The wild the, yam. The, the,
0: wild, the yam. wild yam.
1: Um, and then I have I have two more here. The next one is when clifford franklin sits down at the cafeteria and he's like wilkinson earl wilkinson i knew that was you you played for yeah, minnesota yeah. man <laughs> Went all pro of you or all state of you and didn't get beat up them cops yeah. and then wilkinson puts the knife up to him he's like, allegedly <laughs> allegedly beat up those cops is what i meant to say he's like yeah <laughs> the way i hear it he didn't even do nothing <laughs>
0: What like, is this out there for the black
1: man <laughs> He blames the cops and Bateman's right there the whole time. I'm a cop. That's food no. Yeah and then he goes uh, I think I think at the very end of that, Clifford Franklin says something like, look, bun, cake. <laughs> bun <cake. laughs> And then he runs out. it's oh it's great. And then the very last one and I don't know if the, it's definitely not supposed to be funny, but it, it gets me every time. It's a quote. I'm just going to read all of it. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> just laughing already. Got good news. <laughs> this Thursday, you'll be playing with the best quarterback in the league.
0: Damn right. <laughs> Bateman's like, damn right. Damn right.
1: Martel. He crossed. <laughs> uh, so, so when you guys are getting pounded by Dallas, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> he's like, just Just kidding. <laughs> Joke, cause he's so uncomfortable. You guys get pounded by Dallas. <laughs> just kidding. I'm gonna be drinking beer <laughs> on my boat. Kick <laughs> him back. <laughs> Kick him back. He's such a Whoa, tool. <laughs> you
0: think that's one of the funniest?
1: things? I was watching it last <laughs> night, and I just couldn't. It's funny for a couple of reasons. Number one, Bateman's like damn right,
0: damn, damn right.
1: <laughs> and then when he finds out Martel Cross, Bateman's just pissed oh, they're all stunned they're all pissed but, um, I, mean, I also think
0: it's pretty funny like the acting is so bad it's so seen. bad keanu reeves's acting in this movie yeah. is it's one of the reasons why it's really funny <laughs> and one of the reasons why the quicksand scene is so funny right his acting is terrible uh, it's
1: so movie. bad yeah. and the writing is pretty We sh- i be drinking beer on my boat
0: kicking back yeah. <laughs> it's Dr- fucking terrible i know horrible so, I mean, that that ultimately takes the cake for me because it's so bad, but it's so funny. That's so good. <laughs> so I, I had two for the funniest scene. One, the cheerleader tryouts. Oh, man. First, Bust a Move by Young MC plays, and mm-hmm. it's so good, and then all the cheerleaders are playing. There's the one girl who's like... Uh... <laughs> California, oranges, Texas, mexas. We think your team needs a little practice. <laughs> da, 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 da. Roll them up in toilet paper,
1: kick em to the moon. Yeah, that's when Annabelle's laughing, yeah, right? She, she can't... She's like, oh, my God. And
0: then there's, like, the one woman who's, like, huge and dancing and is ridiculous. And then there's the other woman who's, like, uh, tackle, 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 <laughs> tack, tack, tack. tack, tack. tack. Uh, all I want from you is a quarterback.
1: It's... What about the chick that's like dark and she's like, cut them. Oh, <laughs>
0: cut them down. <laughs> smear their blood all, all over town. town. Cut them, kick them, make them laugh. <laughs> Come on, boys. Let's kick some ass. <laughs> I, I love the cheerleader tryouts. Oh, that um, is incredible. But that wasn't my choice for funniest scene. My funniest scene is when Nigel kicks his first field goal, and Bateman runs out on the field <laughs> yeah. and beats the shit out of him to celebrate. And then John Madden goes, "What did he, he says? Um, yeah. You're no, don't take no it. <laughs> don't don't something. If you can't accept the celebration, yeah, you handle, yeah. don't do
1: anything good on the field if you right. can't handle the celebration."
0: Yeah, I, I love that because then at the next one, when Nigel kicks the sixty-five yarder, Bateman's running after him to celebrate, and then he's running away from him. <laughs> yeah. I I. When I was rewatching this, I cracked up at so that that's scene. That's hilarious. So, so that's mine. But what do you think is the best overall scene in this movie?
1: Uh, two I have for different reasons. The first one I have is Pat and John calling Falco kissing Annabelle. Well, he's been shut down all night. <laughs> you gotta go for it here. Every
0: <laughs> Yeah. That's today. why. So
1: it's it's the combination of the music in there that they lay over the commentary, which is actually pretty clever. It was pretty good. It's really good. And it's just a good scene. It, d- it is a little bit of a chill scene for me, too, when you put all of it, it together. Is. So that's one of them. The next one, though, is, is my ultimate winner, and that's the prison scene when they're doing the electric slide, and that's when they come together. Yeah. They have the fight in the bar beforehand. They're finally doing the electric slide. McGinty comes down as, like, the kind of lay the hammer down. But at the same time, he fucking loves it because he's what was he, like, I wish I would have seen the look on Martel's face when you're it kicking his ass. ass. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm going the prison scene.
0: I, I have a few. Um, the prison scene is one of them. Man, first that was afraid. Oh, petrified. <laughs> you were petrified. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, I love in the beginning when they're selecting the players. And they go through this – it's Jimmy McGinty and the other two coaches, and he's profiling who the players are, and it shows a little bit about each of them. So he shows Bateman, like, kicking people's ass <laughs> on a SWAT team. He shows Clifford Franklin working in the convenience store, and then mm-hmm. he chases the guy who's stealing stuff, uh, like Nigel Gruff at the pub. Like, I, I really enjoy that scene. It shows a good background about who these characters are. Um I love Nigel's 65-yard field goal. He's smoking a cigarette out on the field, and like he's a chip shot for him. Yeah, (laughs) we had the jail cell, and then my favorite one is when Shane kisses Annabelle. Nice with with the Madden and Somerall commentary. Oh, I love it. It's really clever. It's creative. It's a beautifully filmed romantic scene it is. Um, it's a, it's a chill scene for sure
1: i think it's the only time in that movie where i'm like all right that's pretty that's pretty good job on yeah. like the cast no, part like all really together it's
0: the first kiss of the of the movie too uh, I, I, yeah, and you, again, you have the police playing in the background. Right, it's it's a it's a great scene. I'm it going does take
1: record. a very long time to develop, though. I think Shane is in the doorway for like twenty seconds before he turns around He's and then there goes for, for a it. While. Like it's, I I'd, I'd be like, what what the fuck are you doing, Shane? I know.
0: But also, when he says goodbye to her before he gives her like a kiss <laughs> on the cheek. Yeah. It's like, what, what is she, your sister or something? A little bitch, like, yeah. I know, on. and then he goes huh, back. Shane? And then he drops the hat and, Falco, go. Right. But I love the end of that when Madden goes, Falco scores, Falco scores. Transitions, right. It's a transition to him in the end zone.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's awesome. No, it's a good scene. I, I think it's the best scene of the movie.
1: I like that. All right, so we, we've we already touched on a couple quotes, though. This and is,
0: we're going to be on this next section for a while. I time.
1: think you are, but um, I, yeah. so I'll start with, with – the ones that I have, and then we'll, we'll, we'll shoot it over to yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah. first one is really are a son of a bitch. You know, that <laughs> McGinty Colin, Colin. What's the owner's name again? I'm O'Neil. blanking O'Neill. Yeah. O'Neil. Um, O'Neill cause he's telling him to go back to, to Martell and they had an agreement that they wouldn't get in the way of it. So I, I, I love that McGinty standing up for what he believes in. Next one is, Babies <laughs> It's just that's it And <laughs> Annabelle's just like yeah you guys are the Or he's like yeah I don't take quarterbacks babies. He's like even even quarterbacks Biggest babies of them all Babies Next one here Just another duck on the pond
0: <laughs> Just another
1: duck on, pond. <laughs> duck on the pond It's good It's like a great metaphor too <laughs> it, With no, the little is. legs kicking underneath yeah. the water and la- I, I have one more I could go on and on but I got one more here I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. I wish I could say something classy and inspirational. It just wouldn't be our style. Pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Right on, Shane. Right on.
0: That's it. Shotgun. DC right.
1: Flip 90, 90 dig. So <laughs> <officer, laughs> <officer, laughs> Ready? Break. The fact that we know those plays I is know, a little a uh, little sad, it's but...
0: So is that yours? That's my number one okay. right there. So I had a bunch. You said a handful of them. Um, I'll just rattle these off. That's why our girls don't play the game. <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> hey, Falco, you're not even a has-been. You're, you're a never-was. Never was. <laughs> Only a creature son of a bitch would eat eggs before a game. <laughs> yeah. It's to the left. Cole. As we said with the <laughs> wild yam. Yeah. Quicksand, which we said, that monologue. You just old it, Shane, and I'll kick the bloody piss out of it. Uh, Jamie McGinty is anything but a conventional guy. I got a John Madden in there. As you said, you really are a son of a bitch <laughs> Number 16 in your programs, number one in your arts, Shane, Shane Falco. Falco! <laughs> That's great. Um, I don't give a shit that's the way i play <laughs> yeah, he's flipping the hair back he's right? such a dick <laughs> uh, heart gotta have heart miles and miles of heart did yours in the huddle and then my winner is winners always want the ball when the game's, game's on the line.
1: line oh that's a chill that's, scene that's, right that's there I'm talking, yeah, that's oh, i love it we we could probably quote that entire movie and make this whole podcast quotes but really yeah incredible Next one here is a little bit of change of pace though. Jimmy McGinty. Is he a Hall of Fame coach or a franchise destroyer?
0: What do you think? I went franchise destroyer. Oh no, you did not I did. <laughs> Why? Hear me out. Hear me out. He he's a great leader. He's a great motivational speaker for his team. The guy's cheated multiple times on the field too. Like when he puts the glue on Clifford Franklin's hands. Yeah, it looks like I
1: jerked off an elephant.
0: <laughs> he also great. He also calls a play against Dallas for his for his team to just kick the other team's ass, like on the field to beat them up, uh, which is one of the reasons why this this movie's flawed, obviously. But <laughs> yeah. like, it, he's just kind of doing scummy stuff on the field, and he he's kind of a scummy guy. Gives great speeches, but ultimately, I'd. I don't know. He's I not an know. amazing play caller either. Like, he should have. There's no reason why Shane should have had to call the Audible at the end of the first game when he. Red Blitz. <laughs> red blitz. Like, McGinty should have known what the defense was going to do. Yeah, but Falco, uh, <clears throat> he
1: should Maybe he should have stuck to the play.
0: I don't maybe know. I, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame coach by any means. So, with the
1: scumbag piece, I mean, Bill, <clears throat> Bill Belichick. Yeah, he's a little scumbag scumbag too, so I'm just going to leave that out there. He's also
0: the greatest coach of all time. Like, I don't know how great of a coach Jimmy McGinty is. Well,
1: so that's where I'm actually going Hall of Fame. I think he was able to create a culture from just a bunch of guys. He did just I mean, And he was able to, in a short period of time, to just bring these guys in, you know, from a technical skills perspective. It was a little bit of a challenge did cheat a little bit to help Clifford Franklin catch Sheet, a fucking ball. Just cheat a little bit. But no but I mean the the amount of uh work...
0: We're going to do put you in football jail. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of work though that he had
1: to do to bring these guys together and to create a fundamentally sound football team that could win games and ultimately beat Dallas, I that's Hall of Fame to me.
0: That is very Belichickian of him.
1: Yeah. He just he brought a bunch of personalities together, and he got the job done.
0: Agreed to disagree. Fair. Which Sentinels player item do you think would make the best real-life football player?
1: I'm going Nigel Cruff here.
0: Oh, nice! It's hard to find nice. good kickers
1: in the NFL Especially these days. Especially today. Oh, my right? God.
0: The kickers are shitty nowadays. The guy
1: blasts the 65-yard field. I mean, it was directly through <clears throat> the upright. He had a couple yards to give to. Yeah. But to just have that reliable guy who ice in his veins, games on the line— he's the closest thing to veneetary so I'm'm I'm, I'm taking Nigel
0: pretty good I had Earl wilkinson aka Ray Smith he, he's an incredible cornerback or safety I'm not quite sure which one we know great awareness on the field great speed great hands he's the kick returner too and they say in the movie he previously played in the pros so he's like better than all of them I think he would be the best editor.
1: i I'm, I'm with yeah I think that's fair I think uh you know from a positional standpoint the kicker's a little bit more uh it's more important you're right yeah a little bit more, but but Probably no he's right. he is uh he's definitely the most athletic and we'll get to the the combine numbers in a little bit oh, we'll afterwards but uh, that's a good pick who who's a character though that you'd actually you'd want to be friends with
0: oh 100% Shane Falco you're Shane Falco I'm Shane I'm Shane I mean the guy's got a houseboat loves drinking beer and kicking back kick, kick back. Uh, and, and he's a he's not an ass he's a pretty nice guy he's a good human great he's friend? got heart I th- he's got miles yeah. and, miles, miles, and of miles i think he'd be a great friend
1: yeah he's always got your back um he's got you can rally around yeah. I, I i like that pick i mean you can't you can't disagree with that i have two other ones i have the assistant coach the the, the fat guy, here, guy. <laughs> yeah i don't know why It just seems like a good funny dude <laughs> that's it <laughs> eggs before game. yeah yeah he's fun and then the other one is clifford franklin oh nice yeah he's, he's yeah he's just a character he's a goof. you know he's, he's just the a, biggest goof in the movie he's a guy that you just kind of bring along in your in your you know hang out sesh and he'll just you know bring some bring some life to the party so he's uh he's a guy i'd, I'd put in my crew
0: clifford's also the kind of guy who will like Kind of like how I spoiled your girlfriend's surprise birthday party. Yeah, you did. He's the kind of guy who would spoil a surprise. But it'd be
1: funny. You're like, ah, Clifford, you know, I had it again. Son of a bitch. Yes, you You really are son son of a a bitch.
0: This next category, Biggest Asshole, it is more apparent than probably any other movie, any other sports movie at least. Um... I have a couple honorary mentions, too, but Adam, just, just spill the beans. It's Eddie Martell, yes. yeah, Eddie obviously. Eddie Martell is the biggest dick. You
1: know, it's it's really terrible what they do to you, you know, give, give you hope. <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking ass. It'd give you hope, you know. Yeah, that's really our
0: class well, like act, <laughs> Martell. Real class act. <laughs> and then what the other quotes, like, you're not even a has-been, you're never was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really give a shit. That's the way I, I play. play. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, and then. You're a sinking ship, Shane don't drag her down with you yeah that's the worst he's maybe. such a dick she deserves
1: better shane there's yeah. not
0: a single moment with him where he's genuine
1: no never turns no nope. no one can beat dallas with these losers yeah
0: i had two honorary mentions here one i had o'neill the owner yep i got he's him a too piece of shit yeah he's just in it he's, for the dollars yeah he's in it for the dollars um falco can't do that you saw what happened to him out there yesterday he's an ass and then I had the coach of of San Diego. <laughs> you saw them shaking their ass for two minutes. <laughs> that guy just seems like a Wait, dick. Wait, is he the guy that complains about the
1: cheerleaders yeah, too? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's him. Um, Don't run! Don't run! No! <laughs> this guy kind of seems like after that game, you know he railed them in the locker room.
1: Absolutely. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a big – he's a dick. He's yeah. a dick all right we we touched on this earlier but the best nfl combine numbers i have two one of them wilkinson right we yeah. we got to have wilkinson in there the other one i have is bateman Ooh.
0: that guy's got a high motor that guy's got a really high motor
1: uh his 40 is probably pretty impressive he, i mean he can knock out his team an all pro linebacker any he, yeah he's swat so he's got to be able to bench some stuff he's right. he's strong um Football IQ, the spark rating as they call it, might be a little bit low. I'm not sure if he really understands the <laughs> game well. But but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think he's I think he's athletic enough to to get the job done.
0: You're forgetting one person, Clifford Franklin. Imagine that guy's well, forty-yard dash. Yeah. Time. Well, because he's got the forty probably jump pretty damn high too so he's got the vertical jump and the broad jump fair and the shuttle run too and like the cone run all anything that's do with running where he doesn't have to catch it clifford franklin will like annihilate
1: but those are part of the the, you know in in the combine you do have to catch the ball in some of the you have to run the routes that's where i docked him but good point there's a lot of sprint challenges that he that he knock out sprint
0: jumps he would kill uh in the bench press jumbo i think he would get like 42 reps or something crazy like that yeah i mean the guy's massive but he's so strong. He's a sumo wrestler, so he pushes for a living. Like, yep. I,
1: Okay, that's a good one. I didn't think that. of that. Yep. All right, Brett. If uh, if ESPN made a thirty for thirty on this movie, what would the title or what would the, what would the tagline be? I
0: I really struggled with this one. I, I had a really hard time with this. Um. So my tagline, I, I wrote a few down. I honestly don't think any of them are great. But the one I ended up going with was. What if I told you that the sloppiest group of misfits you've ever heard of changed football for the better? Would you believe me?
1: I like that you're kind of saying it in a Jimmy McGinty voice oh.
0: right there too. Well, so then I could go like. Some this. men dream of a second chance. I love but <laughs> no, I like that. That's I like okay. that.
1: It'll give me. It'll give me a tune in to the to the thirty for thirty. So that's that's your that's your one there. That's yeah, the others
0: on. I had were. What if I told you about the men who lived a second chance on the field? Would you believe me? That's kind of dumb. That's okay. And then, what if I told you the NFL strike was a blessing in disguise? Would you believe me? Not,
1: I really, really love the McGinty voice that you're <laughs> bringing to this thing. I think Gene second Hackman chance. needs to be the, son of a bitch. Great, yeah. great voice in the no, movie. It is. Great
0: narrator at the end too.
1: It is. Uh, I only had one here. It was, what if I told you, things could get even sweeter after the sugar bowl
0: Ooh, that was it. Yeah. nice nice sugar bowl reference yeah there. a
1: little Good. sweetness in there Yeah. so that yeah, it was a little change of pace a little little fun there yeah. but uh, I think I should have done it in the McGinty voice but I think that's fair
0: speaking of voices Adam if you had to call I'm not asking you call one of the plays from the movie one of the plays on the field in a voice of a famous commentator other than Pat Summerall and John Madden do it
1: all right. <clears throat> Marv Albert here. Gruff set to send this game into overtime. K- kicking from way downtown. Falco takes the snap for Gruff. Oh, Falco keeps it for himself. That's it.
0: I like that. Thanks. That's really
1: good. Yeah. Right. I hope you're actually going to do an impersonation as well. Are you? I am. Okay, good.
0: Uh um, oh. Clifford Franklin, he's running to the end. And he comes down with it. Touchdown! Sentinels. And they're what and then you put on the replay. You see here you see, you see here, he's just coming down with it. He just Tony Romo. He just catches it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jim. Jimmy he just comes down with the ball in that two-point conversion. He barely holds on to it. <laughs> but he got it. And you see Shane Falco drew up the play. He ran to the right, ran to the left. He read the defense coming. And he just got it out of the defender's hands.
1: Oh, I love it. Tony Romo, baby. Oh, that's good.
0: So I actually have one more, too. What's the tight end's name? Uh,
1: it's Murphy. Brian Murphy or Brian, whatever. Brian. Yeah.
0: Brian in the end zone. Bang! <laughs> Bang! Bang! Bang, sit in! And the Sentinels <laughs> are going to the playoffs!
1: I really wanted to get a a um, Kevin Harlan in there. Ooh. Shane Falco is an assassin! I like yeah.
0: that. If you don't like that, you don't <laughs> like NFL football! <laughs> I forget the guy's name from the Kings.
1: Oh, that's so good.
0: Yeah. NFL comparisons, Adam. Provide... A real-life NFL comparison for Jimmy McGinty, Shane Falco, and Eddie Martel. The floor is yours.
1: Jimmy McGinty, mine is uh, kind of an under-the-radar coach. He's the coach of the Colts, Frank Reich. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he would – I. he's just kind of that wizardry. He's anything but a conventional guy. He never really likes the punt. He goes for it. I feel like that's kind of McGinty um, – he comes into like a period of change. He gets a new quarterback. Andrew Andrew Luck is uh, is no longer with us anymore. Luck. Uh, <laughs> That's a good Luck impression. Yeah. So, but I and Reich's got to bring it all together. He's kind of an anal, somewhat analytical, but he also goes with his gut, which is kind of McGinty like. I, I don't know. Just just a, a different kind of coach.
0: Okay. For Jimmy McGinty, I had Pete Carroll, coach of okay. the Seattle Seahawks. He's got lots of enthusiasm. Kind of cheats. He, he can cheat a little bit. He's kind of <laughs> scummy. You can see him like getting into it with ownership too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his play calling can be pretty risky as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. But he's like a great motivational speaker and the players love him.
1: Okay. I like it. Next one I have is Eddie Martel. I'm going to skip over. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'll go Shane Falco first. I, I, have, I have Tim Tebow.
0: Oh, wow. I,
1: I hate Tim Tebow, but, you know, he's just, I think, so he's a lefty. That's one. Yeah, Falco is a lefty with wow, kind of with a that. with a weird release, <laughs> which is similar. Um, Both can use their legs pretty well. Big name college quarterbacks. The only difference is Tim Tebow actually won, where Falco choked. He choked. He choked um, a bit. But but Tebow's got that kind of inspirational um, you know vibe to him that can can rally the troops, and so. I think uh, I think he's got a little bit of Falco in him.
0: I like that one. That's actually – I liked how you brought in the actual player habits. And yeah, the, the comp. The, yeah. the player comps. That was good. For Shane Falco, I put Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's he's kind of that guy everyone brings in and, like, immediately everybody loves him. Uh, and his personality is just kind of infectious. Like, he's, a, he's a, a great guy to have on the team. He can lead the team, but he's also, like, pretty chill and laid back.
1: I think the best part is like when we when we listen to this podcast in a couple years, we're gonna have no idea who Gardner Minshew oh, is.
0: I, I and like I can see Gardner Minshew is the kind of guy who lives on a houseboat, just likes to drink beer and kick back,
1: kicking back,
0: kicking <laughs> back. I mean, he'll have sex with one of the cheerleaders. Like that's Gardner.
1: Minshew. Yeah, well, he's got the stash for it. Right. So, all right, I like that. Last one here was Eddie Martell.
0: I hope we put the same person.
1: Jay Cutler. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got
0: to be Cutler. It's got to be Cutler. Such funny. a dick. <laughs> oh, man. That's,
1: that's the th- way I play. That's
0: the way I play. <laughs> oh, I could imagine Jay Cutler saying to, you know, let's say Chase Daniel comes in, uh-huh. and he's and he's the replacement quarterback. Jay Cutler's like, son of a bitch, yeah. you a know, fucking handshake. Never was. Yeah, he's
1: like, don't care. Oh, yeah. riding
0: on the spin bike with turf toe in the <laughs> NFC Championship game—that's a sprained got-
1: MCL. But they, they, I'm a I'm a color agree fan. To just, yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. like color because he's a dick. Yeah,
0: but I could yes. Eddie Martell is Jay Cutler. Oh, I'm so glad we
1: both went with Cuddy on that one. I
0: had a feeling too. He just does what he wants. Yep, doesn't care about anyone. All
1: right, Brett. If you had to take an actor or actress though, that you could actually replace in one of these movies, so we're not going to take one of these. You know, real life NFL players that we were talking about, but like a real actor and actress. Who would you replace
0: for Nigel Gruff? Have Russell Brand. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, he's the the like obviously part of it Inside because side
1: of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that for for Game ceremony? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's like tall and lanky yeah, yeah. and he ha- kind of has that. He obviously hasn't as an, is he from Australia or is he from England? He's from England. I think he's from England. So he's from England and he's, he could be an asshole too. And like yeah. I could totally see him smoking a cigarette on the field. Yeah. And he's just talking about his pub and dissing everybody in the face all of the time. <laughs> like, but I'm going to go out there and just kick a 65 yarder and snap big down.
1: Yeah, it is. He's got that nonchalant. flick the cigarette. Kind really of, yeah. I like yeah, that. He, okay.
0: Uh, he's, He's out for the money all the time, like he's, he's placing bets on the track, but he kind of has a sweetheart, too. You know, mm-hmm. when Shane says that, that Martell crossed, like he's the first one who finds out, and he's really torn by it. <laughs> nice. Um, I, yeah, that was my winner. And then I this one could also be fun. Replacing Brett Cullen, who plays Eddie Martell, I had Vince Vaughn.
1: Huh. So Vince Vaughn's the dick.
0: Vince Vaughn is the dick.
1: Interesting. He, he
0: could play a dick. I mean, in every movie is and he? he's kind of a dick but he's more like a sarcastic dick
1: now would you have thought of this if vince vaughn was not a great quarterback in wedding crashers
0: oh wow i, did not even <laughs> I think subconsciously
1: that might have played into it
0: no you know what did play into I it put the
1: ball wherever i want
0: him him being a great quarterback and rudy oh he's the quarterback in rudy
1: no way yeah no shit Guys, gotta i gotta
0: score here get rudy back on the field
1: no shit holy
0: fucking holy fucking shit yeah He's the quarterback in Rudy. Damn, okay. But, no, that didn't come into my consideration. That nah, could have been I, subconscious, but okay. Yeah, he's able so Va- Va- I think he'd be a great dude. I don't
1: know. I'm having a little bit of trouble picturing that one, but, I mean, I love Vince Vaughn. So,
0: Who are yours?
1: I only have one, and it, it, you're not going to like this one. I, I just know it. But um, it's from another football movie, and replacing Gene Hackman as Jimmy McGinty is Kevin Costner. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, have you seen Draft Day? I haven't. Oh no, it's so good. I mean, it's another like really good, really Isn't he bad a movie. With the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Yeah, and he's he's a guy that goes with his gut, is not afraid to tell management, you know, what he thinks. Sure. Um, but Kevin Costner has just enough fire to him where I think he can play a good Jimmy McGinty, and um, enough where he just kind of tells people like it is to bring them all together. I just think it'd be fun. I mean, it's. He's an easy watch as well to me. He is an easy watch. Yeah. I don't
0: see his narration being as good as Gene Hackman's there is. is.
1: That's a good point. You might skip out on that a little bit, but right. I think his, his ability to bring the team together will be pretty strong.
0: Okay. I respect that. I respect that. So tell me, Adam, would the replacements be better or worse, from roll please, if Emilio Estevez, Gordon Bombay was in this movie?
1: This one's kind of a, a trap question because of Gordon Bombay. Right, but it sets you up. I, I actually said it'd be better. I would love for Emilio Estevez to be like another replacement assistant coach Sure. that comes in, just helps scouting the guys. Just a limited role. Put him in like two scenes. Put him in the first scene that you were talking about where they're going over the field of players that they want to have out there. Then put him on the sidelines for a couple scene. But I just... He's another guy that's like super easy to watch, and you just you start to like rally around the guy, like for yeah. some, for for no reason, but you just like maybe something happens to McGinty, he has to fill in once or something for the game, but he's inspirational, man. Maybe it's a little too much Mighty Ducks in here, but <laughs> but I like it.
0: So I actually said this movie would be worse with Emilio Estevez. No, uh, and I and I also said that if he was in it, he could maybe be one of the assistants, but. I'm just picturing him as one of the assistants, and I'm like, I want more Emilio Estevez. Why is he only in this for two or three scenes? You know, if he's, yeah. if he's in it, I want him to have a bigger role. And there's no spot for him, I don't think. Like, he's not going to be one of the players. No, gonna, he, no, no, no. He's going to have to be a coach. Yeah, and I I just don't see it with him. Oh, no. I don't see Gordon Bombay in this movie.
1: Okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe we need to watch Mighty Ducks and think about uh, maybe Gene Hackman coming in there, <laughs> coaching the, the team. Gene <laughs> Hackman and the Mighty Ducks. Exactly, yes. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I also wanted to go with... Um, What's it? uh, Herb Brooks. Um,
0: Oh, (laughs) Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Russell.
1: Yes, as the coach.
0: This is your time. Yeah. (laughs) tonight you are the best hockey team in the world. I think
1: for me it's a little, like, too intense. (laughs) Like, the best part about Gene Ackman is, like, We'll have to see the look on his face getting his ass kicked. Like I can't see Herb Brooks right, like he'll
0: fuck around with him.
1: Right, Herb, Herb's a little too uh, straight shooter. Oh,
0: Herb's team. If if Herb had to bail his team out of jail, <laughs> yeah, he would be like, like, "You
1: deserve this. You're in here. Be,
0: <laughs> You're spending a week in here. I'm not fucking bailing you out. Yeah.
1: You're gonna puke every single day. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: We're taking all food and water away from you, so you know what it feels like. A gun. A gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd be he'd be an animal. So yeah, no, Emilio best for me.
1: All right, fair point speaking of you know different actors though who's the
0: she's the actor
1: that is just the most
0: annoying to work with i think it's hackman really yeah gene hackman himself yeah i think because he has had an amazing career and when this movie came out in 2000 he had been in the business for like close to 50 years already and you know he's probably sitting there and like this isn't I wouldn't say the replacements is a blemish on his record, but it's not one of his more memorable movies. Spoiler alert: Mount Rushmore. Um, he's probably sitting there like, they're paying me million of do- millions of dollars to do this shit. Like, who the, Who's Orlando Jones? Like, what are these right. guys doing? Like, this script is terrible. These fucking guys are horrible. Like, I'm an Oscar winner. So you don't like, think he's really into it? I don't think he's really into it. No, I think he's the. I think he's the Sour Patch Kid on the set.
1: <laughs> so. I didn't put him down as my number one, but I think that's a fair point of Gene Hackman. I think he could be—he's already played a coach, like in Hoosiers. In Hoosiers, yeah. And so I feel like he might be trying to be a little too much of the Hoosiers coach in this sure. one, and I think it'd be a little difficult. It's like Gene, you gotta—you gotta drop the Hoosiers act, man. I mean, this is this is a new movie. This is Replacements. You gotta—you gotta give it your all here. And I don't think he can let it go. So. That might be a fair point, but the guy I actually ended up going with was Brett Cullen. Oh God. Martel. Do you
0: think he'd be a dick just
1: Absolutely. I act. think we have a habit oh, of asshole. thinking that these guys are the exact same off the off the script and, and in real life than they are on in, in the actual movie, but I could see him kind of taking it to heart and he was just acting the wrong way and they give him feedback and he's like, I don't care, that's the way I act <laughs>
0: You shut the fuck up! Yeah. You're not even a husband, Best Gene. You never <laughs> was. Yeah.
1: Some like guy who thinks he's all that comes in. Gene Hackman's like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah. So I'm going. I'm going, Brett Cullen. There. Right. This episode of Butterless Popcorn is brought to you by Hanabox. Nothing beats the holiday feeling of waking up in the morning and opening boxes and boxes of presents. Don't you wish you could feel that way every day? Well, now you can. Introducing. Chana Box, the only box delivery service that will deliver boxes right to your door with a good old-fashioned Old Testament holiday cheer. Simply log on to the HANA Box app, enter your address and desired quantity, wake up a few days later, and boom! Chana Box, the only way to feel the holiday spirit 365 days a year. Presents sold separately. And now, back to the episode.
0: Let's get into some trivia. It is said in the beginning of the movie, and it's brought up throughout, that Shane Falco was the quarterback of Ohio State when they got creamed in the Sugar Bowl. How many points did they lose by? Oh, no.
1: 21?
0: 45. 45! Oh, we got murdered! 45. Oh, wow. It's in, and it's brought up in the scene when McGinty goes to Shane's boat to recruit him to the team. He's like, I saw you in that sugar bowl. What, you must have lost the game by forty points. And Shane goes, Forty five. Yeah. There you okay, go. okay. So 45.
1: That's a good one. Alright, this is the one that I'm kind of unsure about, but what what strip club are the replacement cheerleaders from?
0: Pussycats.
1: Okay, yeah. That's uh, I put I put cats, but because she's like, Oh yeah, I love cats. Yeah, yeah she's like,
0: oh, you were in cats, which oh yeah, like yes. the club next to the, bo- yeah, next the box next pussy cats pussycats nice
1: yeah. all right well done pussycats. you got pussycats. it okay That's good That's good yeah that was a um, good answer.
0: so my next one and you kind of, you answered it earlier uh so you know it why did earl, earl wilkinson aka ray smith go to jail
1: yeah he was beating up some cops beating up them cops yeah pigs.
0: Yep. pretty good
1: and the last one i have here is this is not really part of the movie but which nfl team plays in the stadium that they used to film the movie
0: uh great job using wikipedia because i use it too <laughs> the baltimore ravens yeah this
1: actually was i don't think this was from wikipedia oh but, i saw it oh, on yeah. wikipedia oh did, was this one of your questions as well no or, oh
0: i like saw that on wikipedia as i was oh reading
1: that movie. damn okay yeah. well good job nice baltimore ravens
0: uh my last one is what is the name of shane falco's boat and what does that word mean oh it's pretty oh i don't know story. Fixius. Oh. The fuck. And then Annabelle goes, "What does that mean?" And he goes, "Putting to flight."
1: I, I never I remember Fixius. Fixius. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's a good question. Yeah. These are tough. Yeah. Yeah. This is the challenge about uh, division. It's, tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good questions there. <clears throat> let's uh let's get into some what ifs.
0: Do it. Plot what ifs.
1: What if Martell doesn't uh, start the first half against Dallas? So it's basically it's Falco. So he Falco starts the first. Basically, if Martell doesn't cross, right? Do you think they beat Dallas because some of it was like you know they were definitely outmatched by Dallas? Yeah, <laughs> getting your ass kicked by Dallas. <laughs> um, but you know the part that Shane comes in that that gets the whole locker room going, and that's how they're able to come out and beat them in the second half. So if they don't have that like energy punch basically it's like just kind of flat the whole game do you, do you think they win do you think they needed to suck the first half to basically win
0: yes i do i don't know i mean shane really was practicing those moves preparing for dallas <laughs> yeah. it's over same, shane i don't want to make the same mistake against dallas yeah so he would have been they like ready. to bring their safeties <laughs> but um yeah, I, you're right. When when he came out in the second half, it really pumped the whole team. And it threw
1: Dallas out. I mean, they were probably game planning for for Martell. Martel, yeah. No, so. I, I
0: think I think the Sentinels lose if. if chance yeah, starts. I do too. Yeah, one of my what ifs. What if Falco doesn't show up to that first practice and decides to just bail on the whole team? How does the Sentinels' season unfold?
1: I, who's quarterback? Right. Who's, who do you think the emergency quarterback on that team is? I, I
0: Oh, God, that's a great question. Maybe – oh, man. That's a really good question. <laughs> There's,
1: like, really no one else that they can use There's as a no quarterback. no one
0: else. Um, maybe Brian Murphy because he's a really good athlete. Yeah, but – But you can't be the quarterback if you're can't, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you got to communicate in the hall. Yeah. I, yeah, to but to, an, to answer your question, do I was they fucked.
0: Beg, do, do they like go and beg Martel? I think I think that's they what offer they do. Him like a massive contract.
1: Yeah, I think to they somehow sweeten a deal for him to end his his holdout. So yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good call. Um, second one here for me is what if Wilkinson isn't let out of jail? so he's he's still in prison i mean
0: uh well their defense certainly is much worse yeah um
1: and their offense
0: and their offense and their kick return game and he runs the ball there again yeah. the he, he's he's there i'll, clear the, man. I'll yeah. clear the way man yeah the way yeah right behind you <laughs> um they're not nearly as good and they don't win he helps them win he has that pick six in the first game mm-hmm. he's gonna lose that game right but like he yeah yeah, they, they suck. I think that's, that's the answer to that. Agreed. So my last what if is, what if Shane doesn't turn around to kiss Annabelle on the bar? Ooh. Are they just friends or does a spark eventually happen still? I mean, that kiss is the defining moment of, of their relationship.
1: I think it also helps him on the field. It does. So without that kiss, I don't, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think he would, I think that was his one shot.
0: That was his shot. That yep. was his shot.
1: Because, you know, that was what turned the page from Sugar Bowl footsteps to replacement winner Shane Falco.
0: Right. I agree. If he doesn't kiss her there, it's over.
1: God, I like that. Yeah. Good thing he did.
0: So, Adam, if you were to take one scene from the replacements and turn it into a musical, which scene would that be?
1: So there's a there's kind of like a layup here. And that's the the one with the electric slide in the prison. The other one I'm going to go with is the bar fight. Um, nice. where it's just kind of like dance fighting the whole time. <laughs> yeah. um, it starts with like ins- insulting Brian, the tight yeah. end, and then they're, you know, Shane comes up out of nowhere and he's like, get your hands off of him. <laughs> 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 and they, they just start fighting and it's a swashbuckling one, 101 oh. over there. Wah! Wah! <laughs> yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're just dance fighting the whole time.
0: I like that. That's pretty good. So yeah, the I will survive in the jail cell is a given. Um I had the introduction of the replacement players in the beginning when, when Jimmy and them are meeting to go over who these guys are and profiling them. Like I'm just picturing, you know, Orlando Jones as Clifford Franklin. Like, he's got a mop and he's like Working the floor <laughs> yeah. at the convenience store, and then <laughs> and then it shows Bateman like running out in a police officer costume. Wow, Rob, saving the day, Daniel Bateman, Mister Cop SWAT Team, and then Shane scraping shit off of boats. It just shows each player in their yeah. lives,
1: and then and they, they all come of, together, and they kind
0: of like yeah, they run like each person runs on stage separately, runs off stage. At the end of that scene, they're all like together on stage. We're alongside. the replacement. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's good. Yes oh man
1: yes. that might be the best that we've ever done there i really <laughs> like that that could be good
0: yeah and it would be and it'd be like in the beginning of the musical too it's like uh-huh. one of the first scenes so musical really director brett dorsky over there here i go, like baby. it yeah
1: oh yeah we gotta turn that one as long as this movie doesn't actually turn into a musical i think we'll be fine that'd yes. be a terrible musical all right brett it's mock draft time yes so uh do we have a coin by the way, I don't know if we oh, do. Have brought a coin. Uh, we have something else to be like a card we can flip. But um, essentially, what's going to happen here is that we're going to flip a flip something. We'll do a, a credit card here, I guess, uh, or we'll do an ID, and uh, we'll basically just take turns. We'll do a snake draft, uh, or taking turns drafting Sentinels players, and whoever has the better three on three team wins. So we have to draft a team and then decide yes. who has the better team. Um, so I'm going to start, we'll, we'll start with the ID for the, for the flip. Okay. Heads is my head and tails would be the other side. All right. Uh, you call it, call, call it in, in the call air. In the yeah. air? Yeah.
0: All right. Heads. Oh, Ooh. All right. it, it was tails.
1: All right. So with the first overall pick in the replacements, uh, mock draft, I'm going to go with Shane Falco. <gasps> I mean, it's the obvious number one pick. You, know, you need the quarterback. Know, You're fucked.
0: I know. I automatically lost. That's basically it. Um, my pick in the replacement player's draft, Nigel Gruff. Oh, man. Got to have that leg. I thought
1: if I would have both of them, I would be, You'd be set. I'd yeah. be set. So that's that's a good pick. This is where things get a little bit interesting with the third overall pick in the replacements mock draft, I'm gonna go with Danny Bateman. Yeah, give me that linebacker. He's he's I I I basically have the quarterback of the offense and the defense right now.
0: That you do. Um I'm going Earl Wilkinson. It's my second pick. He's the most versatile player on this team. He could pretty much do anything you ask him to do.
1: I like that. And with my final pick, I'm going to go with Jumbo. Ooh, nice. Going with a little bit offensive line, power risky, up though. front.
0: He a lot of penalties. <laughs> he does. He Sorry, guys. Penalties. You got a
1: holding call. But um, I need a guy up front, play the line, and, and clear the way for Shane.
0: All right. My final pick, I'm going Brian Murphy. Uh, I love tight it. He's got the best hands on the team. Problem is I don't have a quarterback. <laughs> you don't have anyone so... to throw him
1: the ball. So you've got Wilkinson, Murphy, and Nigel Groff. Yeah. I have Falco, Bateman, and Jumbo.
0: I, I think Wilkinson can play quarterback. He's so versatile, but he can throw the ball. Okay. Not amazingly, but, like, you know, if Brian goes out for short screens. And, well, Nigel can't really do anything if he's not on the field. You don't have a <laughs> – yeah, he's not That's on the true. field for most of the <laughs> game. True. And
1: he really don't have much size
0: up Honestly, front. Honestly, <laughs> we'll just have Wilkinson, like – run a bunch of QB snakes. Brian blocks firm a lot, right? He's a tight end. He could block. Okay. They do some pitches to Brian, too, or Brian could pitch back to Wilkerson. Just get within, like, 70 yards to kick a field goal and just have Nigel kick a bunch of field
1: goals. <laughs> so you're trying yeah. to win, like, 15 to nothing. Yes, exactly. Like that.
0: And hopefully they play some stout defense, too. Uh, okay. Groff might be a little bit of a liability defensively, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> well, what, what's your plan with your three guys, with Shane, Jumbo, and Bateman? Yeah,
1: I'm basically having... Um, I don't know how well Bateman can really catch the ball, so it's going to be a lot of quarterback runs, but with with Jumbo able to clear the way and then also Bateman able to clear the way, I mean, you're not going to tackle Shane. He's going to run all over you. And defensively, you've got a good defensive line, good presence up front with Jumbo, a little bit slow and probably not going to be able to move around these guys enough, but if you can at least... uh, you know, take on some blocks so that way Bateman just comes in ready for the sack, get the ball back.
0: You know, Falco can tackle too. He
1: can. He can We've see seen it after an interception. Bateman. Oh no, he and that too. Bateman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wait, which picked it? Which which other time did he
1: tackle? Falco threw an interception, and I think he I think he shoved someone out of bounds. If I. If I remember right, I don't
0: remember. Does he? I I just remember him tackling Bateman on the onside. Well, pick.
1: that he did, which was a good hit. Amazing. So yeah, nice hit, Shane. <laughs> Shane. Nice hit, John Favreau. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I that's uh, it's a pretty Who's, balanced
0: team. Whose team would win? I think my team would win. I don't know. I kind of think my team would win. I mean, think know. about it. Jumbo's not going out for long passes. He's too easy to guard. He can't run. Yeah. Bateman probably can't catch anything above, like, 30 feet, 20 feet. You've got Earl Wilkinson on the field defending. As long as Nigel can stay with someone on the field on the defensive
1: end. <laughs> it's a big liability. He
0: is a big liability. But I I think the combination of Wilkerson and, and Brian Murphy will – I don't know. Brian – you know Brian can play defense too. He, he can at least guard someone. I think my team – I think my All team All right.
1: Won. Well, agree to disagree. We'll I have disagree. to see how they actually play out in yes. the field.
0: All right, Adam. Place the replacements in the eyes of another character. Now describe the plot.
1: <clears throat> I'm placing this movie in the eyes of the old Jimmy McGinty. Oh, baby. McGinty, a uh, washed-up coach uh, who is just determined to show that he's still got it. And he, he gets, uh, you know, he's kind of bounced around the league a little bit, hasn't really stuck around. Um, he, he hasn't really quite made a name for himself. And you know, he gets a second chance, just like these players do, but it's not about him. You know, he's he's selfless enough to use this second chance and instead of making it about him, he really makes it about the the fifty three men that, that he's leading on the field.
0: Oh, that would have been a great trivia question. I wouldn't have remember that. That's fifty three men. I just figured it's a standard oh, NFL it's a standard roster, team. yeah. Okay. I don't know. Got it.
1: So that's uh never mind then. Yeah, I'm going I'm going with McGinty. I
0: like that one. Second chance. Yeah, these, these men lift it. I had, I had two. My first one is O'Neal, the owner. Uh, his days are dwindling. <laughs> He's on his fourth trophy wife, and all he wants is one more winning season and another ring. He's already got two Super Bowl rings. I got two Super Bowl exactly. rings. Exactly, and with the strike, everything is falling apart. Then he remembers his old pal, Jimmy McGinty, who he used to coach. And everything seems to be falling into place. He gets these replacement players, are doing well, until Martell shows up and wants to cross the picket line. Now, Jimmy has a tough decision to make. Does he stay loyal to his old friend Martell, or does he roll with the punches with the replacement players? Whatever decision he makes, people are going to hate him. So, that was one. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, and you then, can't win in that scenario.
0: You really can't. He's a lose lose either way. Yep. And then I had Annabelle. Uh, our, our main cheerleader and love interest of Shane Falco. She's, she's been through one bad relationship after the other, most recently with Eddie Martell, who cheated on her with another cheerleader. <laughs> that fucking scumbag. Anna You're Bo- not going to tell anyone,
1: right, Shane? Because yeah. that's what guys do. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what guys do. Um, she owns the bar from her father, but actually wants to get rid of it to open up her own restaurant. That's her long-term goal and aspiration. The cheerleading is just for the extra money on the side. And then she meets Falco, and although she swore to herself after the situation with Martel that she would never date another football player, or let alone another baby quarterback, <laughs> she falls head over heels for him, and her whole plan and outlook just gets turned into a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Everything
1: thrown out the door for Annabelle. Yes. So she has to sacrifice right. for her love. I think, I'd be, I
0: think I'd be going with the Annabelle storyline here.
1: I like that one it's powerful yes so along those same lines though if you could just redo the whole movie in uh, a different genre what what genre would you pick Brett
0: I'm picking a drama kind of have you ever seen the movie Friday Night Lights
1: no actually so
0: I'm picturing it like that where uh, they they get the football team together I'm still a fan of it having a very similar storyline except it's it's serious and it explores the personal lives of the players a lot more, and it shows the players go through actual hardship, you know, okay. for example, um, why is Clifford Franklin working in a convenience store like you know did he did he drop out of college like did he have a, a rough upbringing like why why is he mopping floors for a living and he's this like insane talent he's so fast mm-hmm. you know um Earl Wilkinson going to prison for beating up police officers like what situation was he in to get put in that spot so still the same storyline of the replacement players coming together and having fun and enjoying themselves but it's drama because it shows the the lives and the and the hardships they've all faced
1: that's interesting I think one thing we can agree on there is Keanu Reeves cannot be in that movie if that's that that's tough. the case yeah
0: that, that, that would be really hard
1: yeah but i I like that I think there's I think there's a lot to get into there that they obviously don't touch on because it's a shallow comedy but There's a lot there. Yeah, I agree. The one I chose, my genre would be a uh, crime and mobster film. Oh, wow. And so the league is kind of taken over by mobsters. And um, they have a pretty poor relationship with the owners um, because they're gambling on the games. And they intervene with the collective bargaining agreement. And the and the talks that the that the union is having with the owners, oh, you're getting intense here. Like and they this. prompt a strike, and so the mob members are pretty much looking for chaos. They're totally against the owners, and um, they just don't want you know the football to be even played anymore because they're done gambling on the game. Um, when the replacement players start playing though, they like taunt them, you know, throw eggs at them. Yep. They write scab on their car and they frame Martell. Oh um you know they even threaten gruff they, they threaten nigel that they're gonna take his pub yeah so they threaten him um they really just want a, a bunch of chaos and they uh they they fight to make sure that everyone's life is a living hell over there
0: that's wow that's pretty rough around the edges I yeah like it that. is yeah not a comedy by any means no
1: I probably need to get De Niro in there and Pesci and, yeah, and you, all you, those guys. You
0: need, for, you need at least one Italian mobster guy in there. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. They'll be
1: sitting in the stands, just like Nigel's uh, Nigel's guys. Just
0: that'll do, Pig. That'll, that'll do. do. Yeah. Um, so, Adam, if you could change one thing about this amazing, all-time incredible film, what would it be?
1: Just give me the playoffs. I want to see the playoffs. Yeah. I want to see Falco. Honestly, How far can they go? I want to see the playoffs too. Why does it stop so with good. Dallas?
0: I know. Like, why couldn't that be in the playoffs or something? Like, why couldn't that be oh, like the yeah. NFC Championship game or something? Yeah. Oh. But then we'd want to see the Super Bowl. I know. Like, make them win the championship. I know. Yeah, it's already a shallow movie. Give me it all. Yeah. Uh, I had to make it. and I know it's an outlandish comedy, but make it a little more realistic to football. So, like, as we were talking about before, like, the ass-beating on the field of the Dallas yeah. team, um, you know, the the glue on the hands, like, those things are that, those are things that would get players, like, banned from the game, mm-hmm. and they're just casually doing them in a football game. And I understand they're, both of those scenes are really funny, and they're good for the plot of the movie, but, uh, I don't know, at the same time, I'd like to see more, like, classic football rules coming into play and, like, showing more of the technicalities behind football. You're
1: really just not, You're not a fan of the cheating. You're just not I'm a fan not, of I'm that a cheating, cheater. huh? I'm
0: not, not a cheater, which okay. is why it's weird that I love Bill Belichick.
1: <laughs> Honorable man,
0: you are, but I, I respect it. Yes. So, does this movie make anyone's Mount Rushmore? I I, I was gonna list the actors, and you know, we we could go through Reeves and Hackman and some others, but uh, yeah. Does this movie make anyone's Mount Rushmore?
1: You know, I think it does for Keanu. Um, <clears throat> he sucks <laughs> as an actor. I he's not great um always be my maybe which is pretty recent yeah. I, I love that's keanu a great, in great that. rom-com great rom-com. um you know the matrix i'm sure you know i'll put for keanu. like there's really not much that i'm i'm not impressed by any uh performance of keanu reeves
0: wow that's <laughs> and, and be, we, are, be, we have a keanu reeves hater over here ladies and gentlemen. Hey, he's
1: not great so i mean because of that I'm just gonna go off like the movies that I watch with him that I enjoy, and so I'm, I'll put this in Keanu's.
0: Okay. That's fair. I, I don't have it in for Keanu Reeves. Okay. Um because Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. He oh, excellent. how did I not put po- He's yes. so good. Point Break is my favorite Keanu Reeves role. Okay. With Patrick Swayze. Um the the bank robbers in LA and his the never cop with Gary Busey. They have to. It's great. <laughs> they have to. The, um <laughs> The Matrix is... I'm not obsessed with The Matrix, but I, I. that's the movie that really put him over the top in terms of, like, big superstar. The Matrix was enormous when it came out.
1: Right, that's, that was huge for him, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and over the last, like... I, when I, since the first John Wick came out, John Wick has, like, revolutionized his career and his brand and his image. <sighs> He's no longer really viewed as, like, this overrated actor. Yeah. He's now viewed as this zen, like, kind of Buddhist, not Buddhist, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, this this guy who's so lax and he's talented and he is just a quiet right. killer. Right. And people love him. So John Wick has really yeah a highlight
1: of his career. I'm not a John Wick fan, so I think that's the I'm not that's a huge fan either, though. That's the thing. Yeah. But fair. Fair, it's, though. Uh, um,
0: and so... So So Bill and Ted's Point Break, The Matrix, and John Wick—I would say that's his Mount Rushmore. But I do have the replacements as an honorary mention: Hardball as an honorary mention. That movie is so depressing. Um, And then Speed is really good. Oh, I didn't Speed. That's Speed. Yeah, Yeah. Speed's really good also. Uh, But yeah, I don't have it on his Mount Rushmore. Do you? Do you have it on anyone? Anyone's Mount Rushmore item?
1: So I haven't seen a ton of Gene Hackman films. Okay. And because of that, I, I guess he's on there. Sure. I can't really speak to to much about it though, so I'm just I'm putting it on there. He's the he's the Thomas Jefferson up there, the and Thomas I'm just gonna Jefferson. I'm gonna leave it at that. I just leave it at that. I don't yeah. have
0: it because I, I I haven't seen a ton of his movies either. But the ones I have seen are like some of his more famous ones, like he's in Bonnie and Clyde, which is really good. Mm-hmm. The French Connection, where he plays a police officer, and he won an Academy Award for that. Unforgiven is awesome with Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman, and then he's really good in like the Royal Tenenbaums. Wes Anderson. And the bird cage he's kind of funny in, um, so I'm saying no for Hackman. Okay, which is one of the reasons. It's probably the right answer. Which is why I said he'd be the most annoying actor to work with because he's like, this is beneath me. <laughs> yeah. Second chance.
1: So you didn't. You didn't have anyone. Um. Yeah, uh... So
0: I do have. Oh, some, okay. Uh, John Favreau. John, really? I have this in John Favreau's Mount Rushmore. Danny Bateman is fucking awesome. I have him. His. So,
1: A- actor John Favreau actor is that Actor where... John Favreau, okay. not
0: director or producer. So, I had five movies that I was like, these are really good John Favreau roles, and I had to delete one of them. So, here's the five I had: Chef, Swingers, I Love You Man, The Replacements, and Rudy. I deleted Rudy. Wow. And he's kind of funny in Rudy. He's like the chubby best friend, but I deleted him from that. I have the replacements as one of his one of his four best movie performances.
1: I don't know. I'm a, I, I love John Favreau. I don't know if I can. Uh, I don't know if I can put like Elf, the Doctor in Elf. He's pretty good he? as <laughs> that, that, he's in
0: it for one scene. You no, know? I know. As big of a I know. Danny Bateman is great.
1: I mean, John Favreau and I Love You Man is his. Um, it's the best role. It's incredible. I mean, very, Barry. very Barry. amazing. Um, yeah, it's tough. I don't know if I can. Um, I don't know if I can put him in there.
0: All right. Well, and I also had it on the Mount Rushmore for Brett Cullen, who plays Martell. Okay. <laughs> so I recently found out, and I totally forgot about this. He's in Dark Knight, or Dark Knight Rises. He plays the, the mayor, or not the mayor, the, the congressman. Yeah. Um. He's in Joker. He plays Thomas Wayne. In Apollo 13, with Tom Hanks and Bill Pex and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and the replacements. But like, if I see if I see that guy's face anywhere, that's Eddie Martell.
1: I think that's fair.
0: That's why he makes them out Rushmore for me.
1: I was looking at his IMDb the other day. One thing I noticed is that he's on like every big TV show. He's on a lot of for like one scene or like one episode or something like that. Like he just touches like CSI Criminal Minds, um, like Person of Interest. I think he was on The West Wing, um, Private Practice um ncis monk i mean he was like desperate housewives he had a couple up like he's just somewhere he just shows up just in all shows of these up, yeah yeah so
0: but when i see that when you see that you got you're like that's eddie martell
1: yeah i agree with that i didn't i forgot he was uh thomas wayne in in joker that's yeah. kind of a
0: no you know, he he's a he's a, quietly had a pretty big career yeah okay so does the replacements make the football movie hall of fame adam and, I, and you know we're not like making like a a 10 or a 20 or whatever. Is it one of the best football movies?
1: I think it is. I think it is because it's such an easy watch which we talked about. Like I can I can watch it 40 to 50 times. I love it every single time. It's a feel good story which you want out of a football out of a football movie. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you can't compare it necessarily to like a Remember the Titans. Or like the Blind Side or something like that. Obviously, great football movies, but I think there is a spot in the Football Hall of Fame for just like a funny, silly, stupid, easy watch movie. And you know, I do have Draft Day in there as well, which you know I'm always gonna. I love Kevin Costner in that, but but I am gonna put the replacements in there.
0: Yeah, I am too. I, I I listed out my favorite football movies. And The Replacements is in there. So I had The Little Giants, which is unbelievable. Uh,
1: the Annexation of Puerto Rico.
0: Amazing. Waterboy. Boy. Yeah, yeah. The Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. Even though the Adam Sandler remake is pretty good. <laughs> I know. Uh, Any Given Sunday. Dennis Quinn, Jamie Foxx. I love it. Rudy. Friday Night Lights. Remember the Titans. The Blind Side. And Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. You ever see that? I never Where saw The Invincible. I still want to haven't seen. Really good movie. Um, the Replacements is is definitely in here. And, it's, and it beats most of these for me. I think the only ones I would probably put ahead of it are... The longest yard, maybe any given Sunday, and remember the Titans. I, the replacements is awesome. It, it it is in the football hall of fame. In draft day, for you. I okay. Draft day. Fair enough. So, final question, Adam. What's the most memorable thing about the replacements?
1: Some men dream of having a second chance. Yeah. These men lived it. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Are saying that <laughs>
0: quote or the or the concept of second chance? Both. Okay.
1: Both. I mean, it's it's a movie where uh, it's kind of a unique story. Like, everyone's kind of a misfit, doesn't really belong on the field, and, and they come together, and they take advantage of of everything that they were given to them. They don't let it go away, yeah. and uh, it's going to be in their lives. forever there's not going to be a tech, tape parade or oh, oh, endorsements. Oh, a locker room to clean up. Or just, just oh, what is
0: it, a um, you know, soda pop-up pop or sneakers. And just a locker room to clean up. And a ride, and a ride home, home to, home to catch. catch. There you go. No, I, I I agree with you. I had that written down as well. The second chances are so hard to come by. If one comes around, you got to grab it. And I think that's the big message they do. in this movie. I had a couple other, a couple funnier, memorable things. Keanu Reeves as Shane Falco is very memorable. Shane Falco, if you're a football fan, you've most likely seen this movie. And... I can't tell you how many memes or GIFs I've seen of Shane Falco. Like, we've joked throughout the years, like, oh, let's fuck Mitchell Trubisky or whoever the Bears' current quarterback is. Let's bring in Shane Falco. Like, Keanu Reeves as Falco is is <laughs> so like a true. staple in the sports world.
1: Yeah, every time coming out of the second half, I hope that it's not Mitch and it's Falco it is, <laughs> running out there with amazing. his hair flowing. Yeah,
0: so Shane Falco, just the concept of him. And then also, uh, Nigel's 65-yard field goal Whenever I like, see a super deep field goal in an NFL game, I always think of Nigel Gruff kicking the 65-yarder.
1: It's over the bar,
0: not under. Not under, <laughs> yes. That's a great quote to end on. Um, Adam, this was fun. The Replacements is awesome. I can't wait to watch it with you again soon.